Welcome to the Saved by Mother Earth podcast, hosted by Heather Webster. In this podcast, Heather weaves together conversations of spirituality, wellness, and nature immersion to help create connection for your mind, body, and soul, allowing you to know your authentic self and enhancing your connection within and your connections with others. Heather combines her love of learning, teaching, spirituality, nature, and others to bring this podcast to you. Come join us on the journey of self-discovery. Hello and welcome to the Save by Mother Earth podcast. I am so excited to be here this evening to share my story. Um, when this airs, actually, it probably won't. It won't be evening; it'll be morning. But depending on when you're listening to it, I hope you enjoy. Today, I'm doing a solo cast, and I wanted to come on and talk a little bit about my story and how this or my reality is has come into fruition. I talk a lot with clients about manifestation and putting your dreams out there. Um, I also talk a lot about how you ha- have the possibility of reaching those dreams because you have that dream. So if you have that dream, that dream is given to you for you to make it come into fruition if that is what your free will wants to have happen. So With that, before I get started into the story, I did want to let you know, I am offering a free workshop on Monday, and this workshop is all going to be about looking for signs and signals in nature and being able to decipher those to really make a huge impact on an aspect of your life that you're really wanting to see change. So maybe you're in a job that you hate and you just keep going every day and because it's what is expected of you because you might not think there's anything else you could do or there's somebody who's depending on that income from you or blah 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 whatever the story is that you have in your mind you're in a job where you're unhappy and that is impacting you spiritually mentally and physically you might start to see that you're getting more stomach aches or headaches or you're just not feeling great and you might be coming up with all these reasons why that might be happening but it could just be that you are unhappy in your job or maybe you're in a relationship that's just not fulfilling and you've just been in it and you're kind of just going with the flow because it's what you've been doing for so long. So if you're interested in really kind of changing your story and really changing an aspect of your life that is not fulfilling or is making you really tired or just angry or upset or just just not feeling good, not finding joy because you have this one piece of your life that's really bringing you down, that this workshop is for you. This workshop is for you if you are somebody who loves being outside as well, because we're going to talk about how you can get outside and use nature to help you create a new life, a new aspect of your life. I'm not saying change everything in your life if that's not what you want, but maybe there's something you want to work on and this is going to give you that opportunity. Again, it's a free workshop. You have nothing to lose. And the cool thing is we're going to have a Facebook group that goes along with it. And so that workshop will stay on there. So if you can't make it on Monday, no biggie. Just come on after and watch it. And we will also have that support system to talk about what signs or signals did you hear when you got outside. And when I say nature, it doesn't mean you have to get to the woods. It could be that you are in a a city park or maybe you're even out walking your dog and, you know, there's trees around you and you're just in that zone of under like 
awakening your senses to the nature that's around you. So if interested, I will drop the link into the show notes, but you can also go to my website, heatherwebsterwellness.com and click on links to visit right at the top and you'll find it right there. It's the first thing you'll see when you open that up. So come join me and the others that have already signed up to join in on this deciphering the sights, the signs and the signals you get from nature. Super excited. Anyway, onto my story. So some of you may know and others that are new to following me might not know. I recently in March handed in my keys for my job didn't really actually have keys. I had a computer and things like that because I work from home. Um, but handed in my things from my job on March 9th. And I also sold my house on March 9th, which means pretty much I was jobless and houseless. And before that, I had sold almost all of my things or donated them. Um, it was so fun to kind of actually watch the joy of people as they were collecting the things that I was releasing out of my life. Um, and so I sold everything or gave it away and I sold my house and I quit my job and I climbed into my truck and started a journey across the country, really exploring the world on my terms. Um, and it's very interesting how it came about because I had kind of all my own mind, how it might work out. And the universe was like, Nope, that's not how it works you have to be open to possibilities of things happening, maybe not the same way you think they're gonna happen. So a little background story. I went the traditional route. I got my degree in early childhood education. I got married, I got the house, did all that kind of thing back in the day. And then as time went on, we realized that that wasn't what we wanted in our relationship. So I ended up getting divorced and that divorce really triggered a lot of movement in me. I had kind of just gone with the flow up until that point, really trying to make sure that I was loved by other people and making sure that I was there for them and really doing the things that you hear a lot of women doing of, I want to feel love. So I'm going to kind of just go along with the flow, right? Once that divorce happened, I finished up my, I was in grad school at the time. So I finished up that kind of schooling and I headed home to my hometown. And within a very short amount of time, there was a lot of things that happened that really were now looking back, so many signs, so many signs, but I've already told the story, I think, about Korea on here. So I did. I went to South Korea, which was an interesting time for me. I was in a relationship and it was a very interesting time because I was in Korea, but I also wanted to stay connected at home. So it was very interesting to see how I kind of played along with that trip. But it's also where I fell back in love with hiking. Um, I had been biking and hiking and all of those kind of things when I lived in California. And once I got to Korea, I started hiking again. And that was the turning point for me for really getting out on my own in, the, in nature. Growing up, I had climbed trees. I had done all these things outside, but in a safety of my 
neighborhood in my home. And usually like my brother was with me and my dad was with me and we go hiking and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't until I made that change of I am going through a divorce. I'm going to go to South Korea and even driving back from California to the East Coast. I did a lot of the driving. I was with my brother and my soon to be sister-in-law, but I wanted to do the driving. I was already starting that transition from needing to be with somebody to being an independent woman. And when I went hiking in Korea, it was very interesting because a lot of the people there hike as family groups or family units. So they would go out during the weekend and really do a lot of hiking, but with a group. And they found it very strange that this American woman was coming out and hiking by herself. So they would oftentimes kind of invite me along. Um, and sometimes I would join them and other times I would just continue on my way. Um, but that was the beginning. That was that whole kind of year, year and a half was the beginning of some serious growth and development. So I'm going to fast forward. I went through a lot of moves. I bought another house. I fostered two boys. I went through a lot of things and I decided to move to New Hampshire from Rhode Island. Now, up until that time, when I moved to New Hampshire, I had between my divorce and moving in New Hampshire, I had moved 12 times in 12 years. I could not figure out what was home. And it wasn't until I started thinking about this idea of traveling the country that I really felt lit up. I have always enjoyed kind of the idea of a job and I love working. I really love working, but it wasn't fulfilling me and didn't feel like my purpose of what I was doing. It's both of all my jobs were very fulfilling and rewarding and meaningful because I've worked with children for many, many years, but they weren't aligned with kind of my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing with life. And so to fast forward kind of this idea of like making your dream come true, because the cool thing is that's what I do now on for my side, for my business is I help women make their dreams come true through nature-based practices. So cool, right? So I incorporated my teaching and my love of teaching with my love of coaching and my love of being outdoors in the spirituality pieces. So how did it all happen? How did I get into my truck and make it happen? Because honestly, I've loved the idea of a tiny house for a very long time but didn't know that it was possible. And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? Tiny house that might come along, which would be cool. Then I learned about truck bed camping. And let me tell you, when I heard about that, I could not stop researching it and learning about it. And I had always kept saying like, oh, someday I'll do it. When my business takes off, I'll do it. When my business takes off, I'll do it. And I kept saying someday, well, Talking about signs and signals, all up until this point, that's what I've been kind of following without even knowing. Now that I'm tapping into my intuition more and my insight more, I'm realizing what those signs and signals were back there. There were some signs and signals back there that I didn't listen to. And it took me a while to learn that lesson. And the universe will keep giving you the lesson over and over until you believe it and you follow through with it sometimes making things harder and harder and harder. 
until you finally get it. It's like a slap across the face. If you don't listen to it, it's going to get harder. It's going to be got louder. But for this, to make this change, I was so in tune with it that I was listening the whole time. And so the funny thing is, my first thought was, oh, I have to buy the truck, which makes sense. I have a house and I live in the middle of nowhere. So a truck would probably not be a bad idea to get because then I could get things delivered to the house or I could pick stuff up and bring it home because it was hard to get things delivered. Knowing full well, my main plan was maybe someday I get to camp in this. So I got the truck and I got a truck tent. And I tried that out one night because I was like, let me see how it works. And the truck tents aren't too expensive. And so I played with that one, a few nights when I would go up to Vermont to my course that I was, the class I was taking on foraging. And I started talking to other people that have truck bed campers. And, and I bought, I purchased the cap for it and was so excited. And back up a little bit, actually. So when I finally decided I wanted to get a truck, like a day or two later, I got a thing in the mail. Now, many people have been getting these in the mail because everybody wants used cars, but I got a thing in the mail asking for my Subaru and saying, we want your Subaru because it's worth a lot of money right now, right? Because it's used and it was only a couple of years old and it was under hundred thousand miles. So they really wanted it. So I was like, you know what? Let me go into Toyota and check it out and see what they want. And I said, this is what I will take for it. In my head, I said that. I didn't say that out loud, even though they wanted me to. And I said, this is what I'll take for it. They came back offering more than what I even wanted for it, which is awesome. And so I ordered the truck, got the truck, ordered the cap, got the cap after a while. It, was, it took a long time because of where things are right now. But it was perfect timing because it gave me the time to kind of just process through what what does it look like i did start to think about getting rid of some things even though i wasn't there yet but i was like you know what if i'm going to live in this mindset that this is happening which is really important if you're manifesting if you're trying to manifest something live in the fact that this is happening for you so even if i didn't know when it was going to happen i lived in the fact that someday i would be living on the road. Don't know when, but let me start the process. And I started thinking about different ways I could make money of like, okay, well, let me try this. And it just came. There was here things, there things, not not crazy amount of money, but enough to make me feel like this is possible. I could do a couple things on the road if I need to make money. And I was sitting there for a while, really trying to figure out kind of okay, how's this going to happen? Maybe I'll just have the truck and the truck bed cap for a little bit and I'll get the thing built and I will start getting rid of stuff. And instantly, once I started getting rid of stuff, things started in motion. I started meeting more people. I started seeing more things. I went online and said, okay, how do I even register a car? And all of a sudden it was like the first thing that came up was just like, everything you need to do to be a nomad in domicile out of one of these three states. Because you can be as a domicile, if you're a nomad, you could be a domicile out of Florida, Texas, or South Dakota. 
and you can get all the things you need to get through that state, which, right. So that just fell into order. Cause that was my biggest things. I had barriers around those things of like, what am I going to do about this or this or this, this can't happen because, Oh, what am I going to do there? What am I going to do there? Well, that barrier got ripped right away. And it was probably around December something. I don't even remember what it was, but a message came to me. I don't remember where, but it said houses are worth a lot right now. Contact a realtor. So I went on Facebook. Usually I do word of mouth for realtors, but I didn't have anybody to really ask. And my old realtor that I had, had didn't reach out. When I reached out to her, she said, oh, not now, wait to the spring. And so because she wasn't interested at that moment, I went on Facebook and asked, where's a good realtor? And I went with one of the first people that I found that felt good for me. And I called her up. She came out at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the year, and my house was sold, or was pending sale. The weekend it went open for visitors, and not only that, but there were four offers and over asking price by quite a bit. So it was a no brainer. This was happening, and it was happening quick. And so there's a little bit of back and forth of trying to figure everything out, but everything aligned. I put my dream and goal out there. I started spending a lot more time outside and doing a lot of manifestation work around like fire meditations and doing stuff and listening to the signals. I'd go for walks and I'd ask kind of, what do I need to know about this? What, what seems right? And the biggest download that came to me while I was outside was just when I'm on this trip to just go with my intuition, call it an insightful adventure. And that's what I do. So now when I travel, it's very much of like, what do I feel I should be doing in this moment? Where do I feel like I should go today? And so I make plans, but very, I make some plans based off of like what makes sense in that moment. And then I'm open to the idea of what could I do that's kind of centered with that plan in the middle with like, what could I do around that, right? So I decided when I was um, visiting in California that I really need to find a home base for a short time, for a month to really focus in on my business and to really be able to appreciate this area that I'm in right now in Wyoming and Montana. And so I found this amazing llama dude ranch to stay at um, in a tiny house. This is where it circles back because there's still this huge desire to live in a tiny house. And so this is where it circles back because I kept hearing when I was looking at tiny living that, oh, you need to test it out first. Let me tell you, I love it. It feels huge compared to my truck. So when you're outside, listen for those signs and signals. And the reason I start with outside is because they're a lot stronger. There might be an animal that you see regularly, or there might be something while you're walking that just grabs your attention. Or maybe you're kind of listening to some messages as, or just like thoughts that you're just like, oh my gosh, would these thoughts just get out of my head? But if you just let those thoughts flow, I was sharing on Instagram today that I went for a hike yesterday and like, and I was in kind of a meditative hike 
part of the hike. So what I do is I usually kind of break up a hike, um, depending on kind of what my goal is or my intention is for that hike. And so I might be thinking I want to get to a summit and I'm going to do a sit spot in the summit and then I want to come down or it's just to be at the summit. Or it might be that I don't care if I ever get to a summit or get to the end of that hike. It's really about being in that moment. Or it could be a mixture of a whole bunch of different things, right? I might do a meditation walk. I might do a sit spot, do some journaling, and then I might hike faster. And then on the way back out, hike slower. So I can might flex it a little bit. But yesterday I was on this hike and in a spot where I was doing more of a meditative walk. And as I was walking, the thoughts were flowing in and out. And I was thinking about the wild horses that were on the land. And I was thinking about evolution. And then I would think about something else. And it was kind of just letting those thoughts. People always think that you have to quiet your mind during meditation, but your mind is always going. So it's almost more beneficial. It is more beneficial to allow those thoughts to just flow. And if you feel like you're getting stuck on something and it's making you feel emotion, then you might want to kind of look at that a little bit of like, what's that emotion and what's that trying to tell you? But the thoughts yesterday were very flowing, very much of like, oh, the wild horses and evolution. And then in kind of bold, when I say it was like bold lettering, but it wasn't like bold lettering, like you would see in your head, like a word. It was more just like, the word evolve kind of came front and center into my thoughts. So it kind of like idea of like this, it was more of a bold word because it was very clear cut that my, my intention or what the universe wanted me to pay attention to was the word evolve. And I said, okay, you're saying evolve. What, what does that mean? What do you, what do I need to know about that? And the next message was let yourself evolve, be open to evolving, be open to changes and open to whatever that looks like for you and growth. And that's a big thing right now, because a lot of what I'm learning about are things that are a little bit more challenging. And, and so when you're out there on the land your messaging will come in a little bit more clear because all of your senses are heightened or activated. And I did something on Instagram the other day about senses and kind of how to activate those. And and I will do something on this podcast as well along that, those lines, but your senses are automatically more heightened when you're outdoors. It's where your senses were first. That's how we evolved, right? Our senses were first created and still are more activated outside. When we're inside, they don't have to be as activated. You might hear a sound and that might get you to like pay attention to it, but you're not thinking about like, oh, how does the air taste? Or how does, what, what does that feeling like? You just kind of go through your emotion of the day. Whereas when you're going outside, there's so much natural stimulation that brings you in. So it also means that you're able to tap into spirituality a little bit more, tap into your intuition more and tap into your insights more. And so everything is so much more intense in a good way, right? Because you feel so connected to your inner self. And that is what has made this dream possible, which might sound so 
interesting to somebody who's maybe not as connected to the nature, or maybe you're just starting to kind of get back outside. Maybe you're, you struggle with fear of being outside alone, but there's something about when you're outside by yourself that heightens your intuition as well. So again, you see animals do this all the time. Animals know when they're in danger, they're constantly in tune with what is happening around them. So they might be eating in one moment, but they know when you walk into that space and they just turn around and they take off or they observe you. And so when you're outside, if you can be observant of your own self and your surroundings, all of that will come to you and your dreams can come true or those goals you've been wanting to do, or maybe you're just trying to figure out what's next for you. Those messages will come. I'll never forget the most strong message I've ever received was when I was outside and I was doing a lot of journaling and I was doing a few sit spots here and there and my shoes were off and I was really, truly connected. I was grounded, but I was also connected to the third eye, which is like intuition and insight. So it was like my whole system, my whole chakra system was alive in those moments. And I remember getting just like a couple messages. There was quite a bit. I actually journaled quite a bit on this. Um, I have to actually go back and find those journal entries because they were quite exciting. But the one thing I remember the most was just the sentence, look up. And they meant it in that moment as well. But the overarching idea of just look up in life, watch what you're doing, watch where you're going, because no matter what, the universe only wants the best things for you. They might throw things in your way that feel like, wait a minute, this can't be the best thing. Uh, But at the same time, you have free will. And so maybe they threw something your way and you decided to go a different way. You always have free will. So you might be on one path and you decide, "Mm, nah, I'm going to, or, oh, I'm going to stick with this. So say you are in a job or even a relationship that doesn't feel right, but you stay with it because it's what you know. And so then it gets harder and harder and harder until finally you're just like, I can't take it anymore. Get me out. And then the tricky thing is it's super hard at that point because it might have gotten to the point where you're like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? I need out like tomorrow or like yesterday because it's gotten so bad. Right. But the signals way back when we're like, "Mm, maybe you weren't so happy with this, but you're like, "Mm, let's keep going. Maybe we can fix this. Maybe we can get better. Oh, you know what? That boss just offered me a promotion. No, I didn't really like working for this company, but now I'm making more money and I'm in a a different position. So I'll just stick with the company for a little bit longer. And then it gets harder and harder and harder. So really looking at what is it that you want? Where are you struggling? What are some dreams you might have? And start writing those down and start thinking about what are some steps you could take towards that, knowing that that dream you have might come true, but be open to the idea that it might not happen the way you think it will happen. Just like my car, 
my truck and living in my truck and traveling the country. I was certain I had to wait till my business took off, but the house sale made it happen faster because it was supposed to happen faster. Anybody who knows me knows that I have moved so many times. My uncle actually jokes about the fact that like the page where my address was written were thin. So now he has to put stickers for my address on it. Um, And I joked because I have stickers from my mailbox company now. And I was like, I could just give you a sticker now. Um, But they know anybody who knows me knows I love movement. I love change. I love making different and doing different things. Now, not everybody is that way. So I'm not saying go out and move into your truck and travel the country, unless that's your dream or your idea of what you want to do. But maybe your dream is you want to find a place that has a big enough spot for a garden and where you're living right now doesn't have the space yet for an outdoor garden. But maybe to start making that happen and manifesting it and to start living the fact that you have a garden, maybe you start going out and looking into container gardening in your apartment so you can start to see how that evolves and you start learning the skills So that way, as it comes closer and closer, you're really creating this for yourself as well. You're calling it in and saying, yes, this is what I want to do. So your dreams are possible. You are definitely able to get out of something that you don't feel comfortable in. If you don't like your job, if you don't like your relationship, if you don't like your car, if you don't like your apartment, if you don't like the city you live in, If there's something, if if there's a friendship that's wearing you down, you have every right to wish for your life to be more fulfilling, more happy, more joyful, more playful. Start living in that playfulness. If your job is tricky, find something in the middle of that day to bring joy in. Maybe it's getting out for a walk at lunchtime versus just sitting at the computer eating your lunch behind your cell phone. Start calling that joy in to show that you are grateful for what you have so you can allow for other things to come in. Gratitude practice is so key. So I will leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed my story and it gave you some tips and tricks that you could use. And again, if you're interested, Monday, 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 we're having the course or the workshop. It'll be Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so some of you might hear this after it's already over. If you're interested in getting the recording, just reach out to me and I can get you that recording and get you into that Facebook group because we're going to continue to have these kind of workshops available for people Um, So you can keep learning about what's possible for you because so many people have said they think they see signs. I know red tail hawks are huge for me. Um, I'm starting to realize that there's certain colors in the forest that really jump out at me and starting to process that. I just got an amazing book that talks about it as well, which I will share in the workshop, but come on over, sign up for the workshop. Again, it's free, nothing to lose. All you can do is gain some great information. You are providing me with your time when you're here. And so I want to make sure I am valuing that as well and making sure I'm giving you 
information that will be helpful. And that's what will be great about the Facebook group too, because we can come together and share about that. So I welcome you and I invite you to this workshop. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be super fun. And it's just going to be a possibility for you to get something amazing out of your life. So thank you again for tuning into the Save by Mother Earth podcast. And until next time, signing off with love. Take care.